It's been a couple of weeks since the final rounds at Brands Hatch of the 2021 QuickFit British Touring Car Championship. Everyone has had time to reflect on the highs and the lows of what turned out to be an exciting season. Not least of all, for Brackley-based BTC Racing. I'm delighted that owner and team principal Steve Dudman joins me on the line. Um, Steve, can you believe that it's a couple of weeks since we pulled the garage doors down? Well, it hasn't felt like it. Um, good afternoon, Steve. It's um, it's been a full-on uh, um, couple of weeks for me and the team. Uh, we have uh, returned on the Monday to over five hundred emails and texts, and it took me all day Monday to clear them. Um, the uh, reception's been great for us, and it's um, it's been very humbling. And uh, I'd like to thank all the BTC fans and uh, all of my team and colleagues uh, in and out of the, the uh, BTC rating, because I have colleagues here at my group that look after us as well. Uh, and uh, it's been a great championship and we've enjoyed every minute of it. There's been some good uh, chat with the fans this season. And I know just from from looking at uh, online and uh, a racing line, your platform and uh, social media, that the that the fan base has grown. Um, and we've spoken uh, pretty much every round throughout the season. But let's just have one, one sort of final look back and put 2021 in the box. It turned out to be a pretty good year for you, Steve, didn't it? Exceptional. Um, we enjoyed um, uh, a really competitive year. Uh, starting off at Thruxton, you couldn't have had a better start at Thruxton with Josh and with our standing Dan Camish. And uh, and then when Senna joined us, what what a what a great uh, addition to the team Senna has been. And Senna and Josh together have been a spearhead for us as a as a team points. Um, scoring and Senna took a little while to get into his stride but um, his podiums and pole willaps along with Josh's have been exceptional all year and uh, let's not uh, forget Jade and Jade um, really hang, hung, hung on in there with all of her efforts and setbacks and uh, difficulties with different drivers that uh, interrupted her year but again, she done she done some great work for us, and I'm uh, very pleased for her. Yeah, she. I mean, mustn't, mustn't forget Jade. She had a, a very challenging time uh, on occasions, but I I nicknamed her Miss Positivity because every time she got out of the car, even whether it had gone to plan or not, she wanted to do better. She was always finding the positives. She would. Um, you wouldn't want to see her too early when she got out of the car <laughs> because she would be fired right up. And uh, I probably think if there was a couple of drivers stood in front of her in particular when she got out of the car, she would have probably um, had other things to say or do. But uh, no, in general, you couldn't find a better ambassador for the team and, and, and for the sport itself. Yeah, dis- discretion being the better part of Valor. We'll leave those <laughs> those yeah, drivers' absolutely. names to the side. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, another story uh, for the book. Um, and just to touch, uh, Steve, on um, the other part of racing that you have as part of the Toka package, the mini challenge with Joe Tanner and uh, Lydia Wormsley, who've, uh, who've had different seasons, but both had good seasons. Yeah, the... Uh... JCW series is a is a mini touring car series, and it's it's even harder in some respects than the BTCC. Uh, limited numbers of tires and the way that you use your tires, and 
the the little uh, idiosyncrasies that these cars have to make them fast and to make them real competitive has taken us a little while to get on top of, but we're getting close, very close. Mm. Um, Joe and Lydia have had uh, mixed um, uh, mixed results, but overall have had a positive season. It's interesting with the minis, isn't it? Because I remember Joe saying to me that the part of the difficulty is that unlike the touring cars, there's no success ballast. So every race, every car weighs the same. Every car, you know, is in the same situation. And that makes it tough if you're in the middle of the pack trying to gain places. No, you're right. Um, with, uh, with no success ballast being in the minis, uh, if you're if you can only get a car to run at tenth, twelfth place, there's nothing there that gives you any real great advantage to be able to move up the grid and either enjoy the benefit of uh, of um, uh, a bit of handicapping uh, or or get a, a view what it looks like out in front. So it's um it's very tough very tough series indeed mm. let's just finally put 2021 to bed steve and uh, marks out of 10 for the team you and the team and everybody as a whole what would you give yourself well we're pretty pretty close to 9.5 i'd say <laughs> um because uh second uh in the in the points in the championship points and and third with josh uh if we added back all of our just either small errors in the team or bits of bad luck or just driving a little bit too hard and doing some damage to his car with ride heights, um, which has occurred and it's been unfortunate. But if we added all those little things back in, we probably could have won it. So uh, overall, I'm looking forward to working, if I can, I'm hoping so, with Josh and Senna and Jade again next year. And um, and really having um, a real good go at it again next year. Okay, so you've preempted my question about the driver package for next year. That's hopefully done and dusted. Um, the big one? Not, no, not quite. It's not, not quite. Not quite. Done. Okay, nearly done and dusted. Let's let's yeah, hope. We'd like let's to, hope. We'd like to think so. Okay. The the big one, of course, is now moving to hybrids. So everything that's been learned this season about setup, about weight distribution, about the cars, sort of goes out of the window, and you put 30 kilograms of ballast of hybrid system in, and you start all over again. It's going to be an interesting one, isn't it? Well, the hybrid is bringing different dimensions of challenge to teams as well as drivers now. So it's going to be a real interesting factor. And one of the other things that you haven't mentioned is that we've got a, a change of toker engine this year. Yeah. Um, so the toker engine that comes in this year from uh, Ford and M Sport uh, is 30 kilograms lighter um, than the Honda engine was and 20 kilograms lighter than the Swindon engine is. So we get a slight, um, or all of the teams get a slight payoff uh, for using a toker engine for a little bit more weight saving. And then we've got to distribute the weight um, in the car with the hybrid. So that's the first thing. Then the second thing is is the teams and the drivers to look, to understand and use the system strategically of where and when to use the power, um, where is the best place to use power, and where is the best place also to use power to defend. Uh, so. It's going to be um, very interesting, and we do hope that the component tree um, 
serves the test of time uh, and uh, that all teams don't suffer any particular adverse performance effects. But we're looking forward to hybrid and uh, to drive the championship forward. I was talking to some of the other team owners, team principals at Brands Hatch about the forthcoming year and obviously uh, what's happening with hybrid. And just quietly in the background, everybody has said, yep, looking forward to it. It's going to be interesting. It's got to be the, the way that we go. But there is a quiet, wary little eye on cost. And I think that's fair comment, isn't it? Yeah, the cost has escalated beyond where we expected it to be. It's probably three times the cost. And uh, I'm afraid all the team owners are going to have to bear that cost because it doesn't look like that we'll get supported by the championship with any funding. And it also looks like it's going to be difficult pill to swallow uh, for any uh, um, market marketing or advertising sponsors that come on board the cars. So we'd need, you know, at the end of the day, as a businessman, you'd want to put the rates up to cover your your increasing costs. And whether or not the market's strong enough to be able to cope with that right now, I don't know. Mm. It's been in, uh, absolutely. You mentioned um, sponsors, and a lot of the teams have uh, BTC Racing, including, have had to work very hard this year to um, to keep sponsors engaged uh, because you know of what has happened in the last eighteen months. Is that looking like it's going to be better for next year, Steve? Is there you know you're in touch with sponsors? Are, are there indications mm. that they are feeling positive about next year? Well, now's the time for most um, agencies, most uh, companies that are looking to, to spend their dollars wisely for the year um, is about now. So we're we're positively engaged with the number. Uh, I have a number of brands that we actually own throughout the group, which I want to bring onto the cars as well. One of them will be quite a big surprise for next year. Um, so I'm very confident that you'll see a changing colour schemes on some of the cars for a start. Uh, and secondly, you'll see some big brand names appear as well. Mm. When does the, the work start in earnest? When does the sort of winter testing programme, when will you get all of the kit and be able to uh, to have a go at it with, uh, with some anger? Well, um, as you're aware, uh, the end of the season was 23rd, 24th of September, uh, October. Uh, come the 27th of October, that's when our season started. <laughs> so the guys at Brackley are flat out uh, stripping two cars. We're keeping one ready for doing some experimental testing. Uh, and uh, we're flat out already preparing them for 2022. So mm. no respite, I'm afraid. Mm. Uh, the uh, season starts up at Donington again. It will come around all too soon, won't it? And I guess everybody's going to be in the same boat with the hybrid, but it is going to be one of those seasons where the fans have to be part of that development and show some understanding as the, the process goes on, isn't it? Yeah, the championship, uh, I've got to give Alan and Peter their due. They're looking strongly the way that um, the cars actually can communicate what's going on um, to, the, to the fans more than the drivers can, can see for themselves. And, that, and, and to explain that a little bit more, um, the, the, the implementation of hybrid and the implementation of recharge will happen with indicators in the side windows. 
um, so that neither driver behind or forward can gain an advantage of what's going on in the car. Um, but it will engage the crowd, the supporters, to see what's going on with each driver and where they're actually using their strategy. Mm. Um, and so that's going to be an engagement for them to actually um, try and learn themselves. That's going to be a great development, isn't it? And cause a lot of a lot of chat along the <laughs> trackside about who's seen a light and when they should be going. But, that, but that's, that's great, though, for the championship, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And it it's also engages people further um to uh, try and understand uh, a little bit more about what we're learning um it's going to be when you've got 30 30 horsepower at a flat out speed you'll probably not feel it very much as a driver um but at low down speeds coming out of corners uh, uh low velocity you're going to feel it a lot more if you implement it well and um Cosworth have been quite uh, um quite clever with um uh, not allowing the extra power to come in until uh, the uh, the system can sense that it's got full grip. So you won't have like uh, extra extra uh, power in slippery conditions. So, it, but I think it, to be fair to them and to everybody else, it's going to take a little bit of time to learn that. Mm. Um, in all respects, it'll be some fine tuning. Yeah, I wonder as well. If a constant conversation that goes on throughout every season, I have it, I have it particularly with Dick Bennett's at uh, Team oh, Billing right. every year, about the the front wheel drive versus rear wheel drive and the the penalties that the front wheel the rear wheel drives have had, and then of course everybody gets into that technical discussion about the position of the engine in the rear wheel drive cars and and how it sits on the axle. Really finite details that make that tenth of a difference here and there. Is the hybrid, do you think, Steve, going to favour one or the other? Is that is that a technical possibility? It's not. It's not been built to give either front wheel drive or rear wheel drive any uh, advantage whatsoever. Uh, it it has been specifically to give us uh, hybrid. It's been specifically to give us extra performance it's been specifically given it to us to to use strategically it's not going to benefit front wheel or rear wheel drive anything differently mm. um, the rules are set that it doesn't do that so um it it's um it's pretty neutral to be honest mm. i'm just wondering how thick the new regs book is going to be <laughs> i chatted oh. to, uh, to alan gower at halfway at uh, knock hill and he said it was about a foot high and at the end of the season brands actually said to me he's got it down to about six inches deep now of whatever else needs doing but um that's gonna uh, you know team managers and, and the and the mechanics and the engineers are, are going to have to sit and go through that with a fine tooth comb aren't they yeah we've had a team team owners meeting last week at um Thruxton. And uh, a great deal of the minutiae has been sorted. Um, we've had since a revised um, a revised handbook about the use of it, and uh, and those updates will continue to evolve because everybody's learning all at the same time. And when when they make one modification, then sometimes you might get an additional knock-on effect that something's having an effect further down the line. So. We're all we're all invested into hybrid. We're all cautious about the outcome. We're all concerned 
of the cost uh, and trying to recover the cost. But overall, we want to try and see the racing to improve and to um, have a little bit more um, challenge uh, up the up up the pit lane to uh, give everybody a fair chance. Yeah, a lot to look forward to in 2022. Uh, not least of all the calendar, uh, the race calendar going back to how everybody yeah. <laughs> is used to having it with with the, yeah. the sort of summer break, but no late starts, no early starts, uh, and that's going to be good, isn't it? Just that little bit of consistency and going back to uh, the the tracks where we know roughly what the weather's going to be like. Yeah, when when you look at the the 2022 dates, of course, we started in May of this year at Thruxton with the opening round. And this this coming year, we're going to be starting 23rd, 24th of April. So we're a couple of weeks starting earlier. And then we get to the 8th, 9th of October, the last meeting, which was obviously Donington of this year. Mm. So, so we're a little bit, um, we're a little bit more um, condensed, I think, um, but we are in the better windows. But of course, you've got to um, always allow for the British weather. <laughs> I remember at Thruxton in several inches of water, as I, as I seem to remember yeah. last year. And of course, it yeah. was nearly dark uh, at the end of race three uh, at uh, Brands Hatch, and it does it does play into the sort of psychology of of how those weekends run for teams, doesn't it? It does. Um, what would be really nice is to have an evening meeting. I'd Ooh. love to race the touring cars in the dark. Um, but uh, yeah, generally, um, it's the it's race four, as my team put it, after we finished, is to get packed up and get home. And <laughs> and, uh, and and uh, at the end of a hard year, um, as the nights draw in, it makes it feel uh, time. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell at the end of the season, everybody is uh, is a little bit more tired, aren't they? And looking forward to uh, to the close season. But then very quickly, everybody's batteries are rejuvenated and, and can't wait for the season to begin. Yeah, we're, we're going to uh, have a um, very strong winter period now of trying to learn as much as we can, as fast as we can, both with ideas that we've got for ourselves, plus the hybrid of what that's going to produce and we've got to get some time with the um, with the with the new engines, and we've got to try and find some uh, time to get that ready. So it's all going to be a bit of a rush, I think, for for all teams this coming season. Um, and um, we do our very best. Yeah, absolutely, Steve. It's been great chatting to you uh, today and uh, throughout the whole of the season. Thanks very much for your time. I know how busy you are, and uh, I'll look forward to catching up with you uh, regularly over the uh, the winter period uh, in the run up to Donington. Uh, Yeah, please do. Yeah, Uh, Steve. For now, give uh, give my best to everybody uh, down at Brackley at BTC Racing, and uh, I'll look forward to catching up with you again very soon. Thanks very much. Cheers, Steve. Thanks a lot. See you.